Well, hello there. Welcome to the Seriously Comedic Podcast. My name is Matt. This is Jared. Lena's over there cooking, so if you hear something, she's over there cooking. We just watched... Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail, dude. Holy Grail. 1975. This is rated PG. <laughs> when it came up on the screen when we first started the movie... That's weird. I, I actually pointed out, and I was like... Because you were looking at like the computer getting it ready or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, this movie's rated PG... And you were like, there's no way. And then we looked it up and we were like, yeah, it's it definitely really rated is. PG. So, man, the rating systems were so relaxed back then. 1975? Well, we did Airplane and that was rated PG. That was rated PG. PG. And that was, yeah. what year did that one come out? It's 80. Was it 80? Yeah, it was 80. Yeah, it sure was. So, I mean, it was just, they, they, I mean, even all these movies we watched really have been pretty inappropriate for the ratings that they garnered. Yeah, but I mean, like, Blues Brothers was R and... Uh, Blues Brothers was R because they had, they said fuck a couple times. Yeah. And that'll get you an R, two of them. So, I mean... Only one for PG-13. Yep, so we're sitting at PG-13 <laughs> strong right now. <laughs> so, this is obviously done by the Monty Python crew, Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Eric Idle, Terry Gilliam... Terry Jones, Michael Palin. Um, Which, let me say, Terry Gilliam, I absolutely love and I adore as a filmmaker. Some some of the movies he's made are incredible. How much Monty Python... Like, have you seen, you know, Life of Brian? Okay. Uh, so, I've seen this movie a billion times. Now for something completely different. Um, I have not seen the other stuff really as much. I've seen a little bit of Flying Circus, like because yeah. it was on PBS or whatever growing up. And and when you were up at three in the morning, when you weren't supposed to be, what was on TV when you didn't have cable? Flying Circus on PBS. But um, I have seen Life of Brian, and um, I've seen this, of course. So not a lot, but I have seen quite. Uh, a little bit. Uh, and I've heard the Spamalot soundtrack as well. Yeah, I've never seen Spamalot. I just always, like, this was the movie that you watched when you were in, like, middle school. And See, everybody I saw quoted it, it a lot earlier than that. My dad, like, before I was ever born, before my brother was ever born, like, my oldest sibling was ever born, like, was watching this movie. It's pretty crazy. Like, I've been watching this movie since for, oh, definitely turn that down. Turn on some music. It was, like, all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been bad. Just something something nice for the background. Yeah, something Whatever. Nice. You know. But uh, it's just such a silly movie. Like, everything about it is just really bizarre and silly. It is. And, and it's just a collection of sketches that they somehow had were able to put together into a narrative, which I find hilarious. Because they were a sketch troupe, of course. Right. Um, but, I mean, really... Monty Python is such a huge part of like comedy that I think it's like a different branch of it almost. Yeah, it's but a so many flavor. people came from it. I mean, you look at Terry Gilliam, who's like John Cleese, John Cleese, you know, Eric Idle, um, even Michael Palin. Michael Palin had like has like a travel series it's on uh, I think either Hulu or Netflix. Yeah, my dad like suggested it to me, and I was like, just whatever, doing nothing one day, and I watched it. It was actually pretty good. So. Maybe check that out. I don't know if you like Michael Palin, but um, yeah, I mean, I really, I just, I love this movie so much and I know pretty much this movie by heart. Yeah. Um, this is not, I wouldn't say this is the movie that I could quote from front to back. That's Dumb and Dumber, but I pretty much know all of the lines of this movie as they happen. I know what is going to happen next. 
It's, yeah. And it, and it makes, and I was sitting, I mean, I was sitting here laughing before anything was happening because I knew what the next part of the scene was. Well, it's just, okay. So. As soon as it, sh- sh- as soon as it showed the tale of Sir Galahad, I started laughing because I knew the yeah. oral sex girls were coming. It's just, it's such a, you know, it's a, it's a, the, the, uh, King Arthur tale. Yeah. Just find the Holy Grail. Super silly though. And every single, like, and it's not even like all of the bizarre happenings and the situations they get into, none of them make any sense. Absolutely. At all. Nope. Yeah. They're just so weird. It's awesome though. Yeah. It's that, it's that Monty Python, that British style, uh, comedy. And it's super dry at parts, and they take it so far. I mean, and it yeah. starts right at the beginning. Oh, the first, the very first scene is the, you know, I'd fart in your general direction. No, it wasn't that No, one. no, no. It was, um... Uh, Come on, you know it. I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was the uh, the Swallows. Yeah. That's the, the, the very first scene. And it's all cyclical, because it comes back to that. I mean, that somehow... It's all recurring you know, jokes. There's so many jokes that are recurring, and there's so many callbacks, and it... Yeah. It's so good. And I don't know. I don't think I think this is the best of all their movies. Like I think this oh, is better well, yeah. than Life of Brian. I think this is better than the collective flying circus, what I've seen of it, of course. And it could be good. But I mean there's even like stuff nowadays that I say nowadays, it's more like when I was I mean, when Adult Swim was in the uh heyday, but like Mighty Boosh and stuff reminds me yeah. so much of Monty Python. Which, well, if you haven't watched Monty Boosh, go do yourself a flavor. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's so silly. Just know it's that. very, very weird. But very I mean, weird. Old Greg is man. Old Greg is life. Old Greg. <laughs> he's concentrating on putting the music on right now. That's why Matt's being quiet. He can only. He's not a good multitasker. I'm not. Well, I just want to like this is kind of weird. Uh, anyway, they don't care about this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean. It's just nonstop. Every single scene is going to be something that's just silly and ridiculous. They go from the the swallows and they find, uh, I think you know the witch scene. You know this yeah. is I know is it's a false one. Like no, no. But even before that is a bring out your dead. Yeah. And the woman beating her cat in the background. Dude, and the cat shows up a bunch of times. And the, every time she beats yeah. the cat up against the wall, I laugh so hard. It's so funny, dude. And this. Will you pick something? Just yeah. pick something. Yes. Ultimate death core. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, what is your favorite part of this movie? Okay. The, I think the, the funniest and the most, um, I, I, I guess it's funniest to me because it's the most, uh, possible thing of the entire movie is like when the King is riding by and then there's just this, this dude working in the field. He's just absolutely patting mud and he's just talking to him about classism and like going into this weird, like all these like political debates with the King, you know, and he's, he's <laughs> like, who is this? I'm the King, the Britons, who are the Britons. We all are. I'm your King. I didn't vote for you. I didn't vote for him. Like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, that, that was anyway, hashtag not my King. Probably, uh, the most, um, possible. I felt like uh, that was me right now. Like with the currents. It's well, so funny. It's just, Comes no. with the violent inheritance system. Help, help! I'm being repressed. Yeah, it's so it's so funny that like it's the king and you're just you're arguing that oh what you think you're better than me? Yes. Yeah. It's like this I is what I'm going on about. Like, 
Oh, did you see it? Did you yeah. see it? See, they they got cell phones nowadays, dude. He's mm-hmm. already on Facebook Live. If yeah. That happened. What What's your favorite part in this? In this movie, um, I think that is actually a close second. My favorite part is when he's explaining the holy hand grenade of Antioch. Oh my gosh! Reading the uh, rules. No more, no less than three, and just like it's, five is right out. It's five is right out. Why would you even mention five? <laughs> because then the king goes one, two. Five. And he can't count. Like, it's a thing. Like, it took me a while because I'd seen this movie since I was yeah. so young. There's a lot of stuff that goes right over your head when you're a child. Another really great part. He can't count the whole movie. Yeah. Another it's so funny. Is, um, you know, he's trying to get his son to, to marry the princess. Oh, my God. That and used so to be my they, they lock him in the tower after kid, the dude. like the most bizarre exchange of instructions. And so, you know, he's in there. He's going to try and get a message out. And he's so like, he just shuffles very over. discreetly. And right, it turns out, out to be yeah. like this long, eloquent note. Please, 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 please yeah. come help me. And he like, it took him three seconds to scribble and it shoots down. it out with a bow and arrow. With nothing. It just like, you can see it like go straight down. And then it hits. Message female alone. <laughs> it's Concord right in the chest. <laughs> yeah. And so Lancelot, is it Lancelot? Yeah, has to come save him. And he murders everybody, everybody in the whole dude. castle. Just in the gr- wedding party. So, yeah. the, and then. It's a red wedding. First red wedding. Dude. Dude. Game of Thrones ain't got nothing on this. Nah. Nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. We're kill, talking about kill, he kill, murdered the bride's women, father. Children. On men. The wedding everybody. Day. Flowers. He, he did <laughs> he kill those flowers, flowers dude. Go up the stairs, yeah. But no, it Man. was it was brutal. It truly was, and we we saw straight into him as a person and the psyche of that man, Jeez, Sir Lancelot, just on a mission. Yeah, he was coming to save him, and then it turned out to be a weird dude. So going back to the scene where, um, you know, <laughs> she's a witch, she's a witch, and so then we had uh, which, which night was that? Um, Oh, I can't remember. Oh well. Anyways, I'm gonna look it up. But as he, I'm uh, as looked up, you know, who, who are just, you that has a good mind of science? He said because he said a witch would be made out of wood, which floats, which means she would weigh the same as a duck. Yeah. Which is pretty, if you think about it, makes perfect sense. I get it. Science. It was Sir Bedivere. Science. Yeah. Mr. Belvedere. Sir, <sighs> Sir Belvedere. He, there's people. Obviously. Uh, People didn't have access to as many resources. You said people it. People were I mean, so dumb. You said it. You were so like, they were so dumb. dumb. It's like, and it truly is like the only people really that could read were priests and monks and like knights and kings and the monks. You said people. that that was your ringtone. The, yeah. So the first cell phone I ever got that had a P-A-S-U-Domine. Dona did you yeah. crack your phone screen just now? No, I wish. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. But no, that was my first ever ringtone when I got a phone that could play songs yeah. as. And then I changed it to like Fallout Boy because I was like 14 or whatever. Hey, man. <laughs> different strokes for different folks, you know. But but yeah, it, it, this movie is a big part of my, I think. Well, like I was saying. It was, it was formative. It's, yeah, it was yeah formative it's everybody's middle school. Everybody's quoting it in middle school, mm-hmm. this movie. Um, they're just way too many quotable parts. Yeah. The knights who say knee, there was, uh, gosh. Well, the, they're the knights who formerly say knee now. Do you remember what they actually, what they go by now? God, I can never remember the whole like, thing. Icky, I've tried. Icky, 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 icky. Yeah. Something, something like that. Zip, whoop. <laughs> so 
but uh soldier boy <laughs> but yeah i mean it's crazy how this movie i feel like can aged. i drop this trivia on you yeah let's get into some trivia because i know you've been looking at some stuff and you said there was some juicy shit yeah check this out are you ready i said i was ready okay Funds earned by Pink Floyd's album, The Dark Side of the Moon, went towards the funding of Money Python and the yeah. Holy Grail. The band were such fans of the show, they would halt uh, recording sessions just to watch Monty Python's Flying Circus. But not only was it Pink Floyd, but it was also um, uh, Led Zeppelin contributed, uh, and so did Genesis. All contributed to the film's budget. That's crazy. Yeah. I knew about Pink Floyd, but I didn't know about the others. Yeah. I Pretty crazy. Yeah. Also, wit. This is weird. This is such a Money Python trivia. Also, also, wit. Oh, are you talking about like uh, the all the Swedish in the beginning? When it was beginning. talking about a moose. Yeah. And then it just was adding moose parts into like the the crew. Of the oh, movie. and the names were crazy, like yeah. super like Swedish sounding names that were clearly fake. And then went into this crazy opening credits where it, I, I would be worried if you were like epileptic. It's just flashing oh, red and dude, yellow. Oh, dude, flashing red and yellow, talking about something. And it also talked about something crazy. Yeah, if you had epilepsy. Yeah. Oh, dinner's done. If you had epilepsy. You there's a good chance you could have a seizure like during this part. So that is actually pretty scary. That's a good point. That's why like man, it hurts my eyes sometimes when yeah. I watch this movie. I know it's coming. Maybe sometimes. that's why I, I have a headache now. Avert my gaze. From that. Very well could be. Okay, so uh, God in the movie, right? Yes, I'm here. You can call me Jared. <sighs> God <laughs> is uh, a photograph of the famous 19th century English cricketer W. G. Grace. No, <laughs> isn't that such a Monty Python thing yes. to do? Let's get this cricketer and put him on there. Oh my God, his beard is perfect, though. Yeah. So and I love, like, I hope that's what God looks like. I'd be so amused. It would just be so funny to be like, you know what? I'm, you know what? He had yellow eyes. That's it's so, so weird. weird. Yeah. And the clouds like parted open. You could tell they were made out of paper. Yeah. Uh, the enchanter's name is Tim because John Cleese forgot the character's original name, so he just ad libbed the line. There are some who call me Tim. Tim. Dude, I want to play. I told you this. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I've been trying to get people to play. If if you're around here and you want to play Dungeons and Dragons with me and you know how because I don't really, hit me up. Find me on Facebook. But I, man, that would be my name, The Enchanter. Tim the Enchanter. Tim the Enchanter, dude. What? Or actually, I mean, I think officially it would be The Enchanter known to some as Tim. So, okay, obviously in this movie. short. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun doing all that. So, obviously, there I knew are... <laughs> you weren't. I'm not asking you to. I knew you weren't. Obviously, there were uh, multiple parts played by. Oh, dude. Everybody plays everybody in this movie. So, it's Michael crazy. Palin plays the most characters. He plays 12 different characters Good in this. Good grief. Yeah. I can barely play one bass in our band. <laughs> barely. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I told you this one before we were filming because I just was scrolling through the trivia. This is super, super funny. For the Japanese release, the Holy Grail is translated as the Holy Saki Cup. 
That's awesome. <laughs> the holy sake cup. Yeah. Um, there's just so many. There's as many weird trivia as there are weird parts in the movie. Well, okay. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Riddle me this, Batman. Mm. What? Who is like your favorite character? Like, who do you love the most? Black, um, Black Knight. Period. Hands down. For me. Brave, brave Sir Robin. Sir Robin is so funny. He's so brave. He ran away. He yeah. bravely ran away. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. They say something about every time. I want to know what the lyrics were going to be. Because they say something about his penis at the end of that song. And his penis. Oh, stop that, stop that. I want to yeah. know what is going to happen to him. I, no, I'm saying, I, what would they do to him? That's so bad because it gets worse and worse. They start with his kneecaps broken and they just get worse and worse. And it's like, how bad is it going to get? I, I want to find out. But the song ends. Look at me all you want. <laughs> I feel so bad. Anyway. Jeez find Louise. Out. Who's Louise? You know, this I is just. Uh, I don't know anybody named Louise. Yeah. So this obviously came out in 1975. Yeah. Uh. Are you just scrolling through trivia? I'm just scrolling through trivia. Yeah, you're deep in... When you get deep into trivia, you're too deep into it. Yeah. D drop one... Just say something. Just say one thing you see. Uh, let's see here. Um, the original plan... For, no, that's not even a good piece of trivia. That's crazy. All right, well, I will <laughs> say this. Um, my buddy Jordan, who hopefully we'll have on in a few weeks, he lives in Chicago. He's a comedian up there. Um, recently saw this and he got to, um, like John, John Cleese, I think and Eric Idle, I think he said, yeah, we're doing a Q and a like afterwards or that's whatever. really cool. Oh, yeah. you were telling me about that. Yeah. He said, um, I mean, we'll talk to him about it when he's on, obviously, cause I definitely mm -hmm. want to hear about that. But he said, John Cleese came out and left the stage to that. He played sit on my face when he came out, which I think is where sit on my face. You ever heard that song? It's hilarious. Matt's into it. Deep in some trivia. Mm -hmm. um, so compared to their other movies, how do you feel about this one? Like, what do you rate? Where do you where do you rate it compared to like Life of Brian or like the Collective Flying Circus or See, of Life or whatever? I'm not super down. Um, like, I I haven't seen a whole lot of them. I think I may have seen Life of Brian like once. I've seen this one maybe like ten times ever. Like, I just I'm not. That sounds like so much more. Um, now I'm just not like. Uh, How long? Honestly, have you seen this movie? Maybe a year or two. Uh, yeah. Probably a couple of years. Uh, if if we're gonna go ahead and do like the rating things, I would say this is probably a, a two out of four. Two out of four. I give it four out of four. This is the very first four out of four. It's just I love this movie from Back in the Gap. All of the all of the cuts and everything like they're all funny, but it's just. Boy, it goes on for a long time. It does. It feels a lot longer than it really is. And I think that's part of the British thing. Like, I yeah. feel like this movie is what got me, like, why I like a lot of, like, the British humor and stuff. And what ultimately, like, a lot of people can't just can't watch Doctor Who because it's so freaking British. And this movie is super British. Like, yeah. It's just incredibly. Silly. So silly. And that's the thing about British is, like, they're resilient, man. They'll sit through whatever it is until it's over. And you have to be willing to do that, you know? Yeah. And there is no, you know, break. Like, there are... I feel like there's breaks in American comedies where there's, like... It just kind of... 
get stupid or they bail on the joke too early or, you know, and, and they don't do that in, in this movie or in a lot of British stuff that I've, I've noticed throughout my watching <laughs> lifetime that, right. I've, you know, since whatever. So another piece of trivia is okay. that the, uh, they use the coconuts for the horses because they couldn't afford horses. Yeah. That's pretty funny, actually. I didn't know yeah. that they couldn't afford horses. I thought it was just a funny thing that they came up with. I remember being a kid, like, on the playground and in, like, second grade and running around and doing that and nobody knowing what it is. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's from a movie. My dad showed it to me. It's really funny. They just yeah. they don't have horses. They just have these stupid things. And it's hilarious. You just <laughs> click them together. Yeah. At Alamo Draft House, actually, I think when you see this, they give you coconut halves. To click together during the movie. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, which is when they do, you know, their movie parties or whatever for this. And it's, I I am still actually looking forward to doing something like that and going and seeing a movie there and doing a podcast. Oh, we absolutely have to. Yeah. Sure. It'd be a blast. Um, and it'd be cool to have people, if it were, like we're going and invite people out, we can try to get seats together or something if anybody wanted to see that with us. But We'll look on the... I get the emails, so... So, I also remember when the... My dad got, like, the special edition DVD, when DVDs came out, you know? Yeah. I don't know what year it was, but we were living in Atlanta. The DVDs came out. My dad got the Monty Python Holy and the Holy Grail, like, special edition DVD. got Gladiator 2 for Christmas. Gladiator also, not the movie Gladiator 2. I don't think that's a thing. But, um... Gladiator yeah. 2, back in business. <laughs> Gladiator 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> but uh, but he got the special edition and on it, and I think it was one of the first like internet videos that we waited 20 minutes for it to load, was the Lego version of the Camelot song. And my dad freaking loved it. And he like shared it with everybody he knew. And like we watched it a million tis times. It is a silly place. It is a silly place. Yeah. Um, you said you haven't seen much or heard much spam a lot, right? Uh, no. I haven't seen it. I have heard most of the soundtrack. It's pretty funny. I think that that's something that would be fun to uh, to do, like listen to or, yeah. or get into, just because it's. I'm not exactly sure what it is, like what the premise uh, is, but it's. I think it's just a collection of like different songs. And, I don't know and sketches, right? I would I imagine. Don't know. So. I mean, it's a Broadway show, right? But I'm not exactly sure what it is. So you said this or, would be a four out of four for you. Yeah, and I think it's a sentimental value for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you said two. I said two. Let's meet in the middle. We'll call it a even three between the two of us. <laughs> just, just split S- it down the middle. Split the difference here. Um, and, uh, you know, it's one of those movies that when I was buying a lot of DVD or Blu-rays a while back, like last year, you year just before, had to get it. I was like, you know what? That's one that I have to get. Like I have it on DVD also. Um, and this is one that like I have to have. So, uh, one of the first ones I bought. What other things have you been watching recently? Recently. Um, we have been watching your series of unfortunate events. How, the new that? Netflix one? Yeah, the new Netflix How one. How is it? It's pretty good. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is pretty tight, dude. Um, I really like him. He kills it. Yeah, he's uh, good. Yeah, he's really good. The kids are really good, too. Um, we're a few episodes in. It takes us a while to watch stuff because, you know, our sch- me and Elena, our schedules yeah. don't really line up, and I don't want to watch stuff without her. But I've also started, I got, I think, three episodes into People versus O.J. Simpson. Ooh, yeah. It's real good. Have you seen it? I saw Kelly and I watched um, 
Uh, I think like one of the episodes, and we've been the meaning cast to go back. Is and so weird for it how is very good weird. they are. Yeah. Um, and then I actually I me, been meaning to tell you about this show that I've been watching um, called Abstract. I um, saw that on there. Yeah, but I you didn't... should definitely check it out. So it's called Abstract: The Art of Design, and what it is is a documentary series, and every episode. Well, it's about like creative people in different right. So every episode is basically a documentary about a different like artist or designer essentially, yeah. and it's um like the first one is an illustrator, the second one is Tinker Hatfield from uh, Nike, the guy who basically like he invented the Jordan threes and like almost all the Jordans since then. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like super big guy. Um, next one's like a stage designer and they just all like talk about their creative process and what they do to kind of get in the zone and, and what they gather, you know, inspiration from and how they sort of figure like how their brain works and stuff. It's really interesting. You should definitely check it out. There's one that's like graphic designer. Yeah. You know, there's one that's the one I'm like halfway through is like stage designer. It's really crazy. Like all over the place. Um, all these different kinds of just artists. Yeah. Um, what have you been listening to recently? Um, you know what? Okay. Today, and I know that you were super big on it, and uh, I went back and, and listened to uh, Sgt. Pepper Lonely Heart Club Band. Yeah, I'm not... Well, I was watching. I've yeah, been down on. I'm just on, not a big Beatles fan. And say yeah. what you will, and I get I get what they did for music, and I understand the music, and I get it, and it's really good. But it's just I don't want to jam it, you know. Yeah. But no, yeah, I just I feel you. I've been getting down on the uh, been tripping acid or something. No, or? you know uh, Tom Hanks has been doing those like decade series. Yeah, with CNN. On CNN. Yeah, I did the '60s and I went and uh, you know obviously the Beatles was a huge yeah. deal. So we'll back listen to that. Um, I've also been. I also finished. I was listening to the auto audio autobiography of Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, and I just finished that today. Yeah, you said it was good. You told me about it. Was it. Great. I just started and by just started i mean i'm on the first page and i got busy at work um i just started reading american gods by neil gaiman gaiman um there is a series coming on netflix or not netflix showtime stars something it's a premium cable channel yeah um i saw the trailer for it. it looks pretty good and i've been meaning to read that book for god 10 years now probably my buddy russell told me about it for probably 10 years ago now yeah um and I, I just haven't read it, and I want, I'm looking forward to doing that. I got my Kindle and stuff, and um, we are, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we. I didn't. I don't know who we is. There we go. This no, yeah. So I finished that book. Yeah. And I've also been watching a lot of Dick Van Dyke show, which is so. It's on Netflix. It's so awesome. It's so funny. And it's just old, like '60s, right? Yeah, it's 1960. I think it's 60 to 65 or 61 to 65. They only did five seasons. Hmm. Um, but that was Carl Reiner's intention, is what he said in the book. But he's just like such a nice and a, a good guy. He made the he's conscious still alive, decision. Right? He is, yeah. Yeah. He made the conscious decision to only make movies that he could bring his kids to. And that's just kind of been his legacy. He's just like a nice, good, Family clean, man. you know. That's interesting, so actually. Funny. I. I he is one of those guys that's like in everything you watched as a kid and you didn't really realize it until you grow up and realize who Dick Van Dyke is. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, oh, and Mary Potter, oh, him. Like, I right. just realized that one day. And uh, I've not really seen much of the Dick Van Dyke show. It's Dude. one of those shows that I feel like back in the day a lot of people saw because there wasn't much to put on reruns. So when they would put reruns, it well, would be like Dick Van Dyke. And this is, this is what's interesting is they did the first season – 
and they were going up against Perry Como show and they were losing in the ratings to Perry Como. But then in the summertime, whenever they were doing reruns, they were like getting these astronomical numbers and they're like, uh, you got to keep the show on because they're going to cancel it. Like you got to keep the show on. Letter so writing campaign saved it. You told me, right? Yeah. Carl Reiner, uh, just wrote it all. And he had like eight full episodes written before you've been reading books. Or you've been listening to books. I was listening to it. Is that how I was you just trying out Audible the app. Yeah. Dude, Amazon actually just sent me an email. I spent all this time with the car driving over free. here. Yeah, that's true because you drive from Louisville to Dallas every yeah. day. Or every day. Just, just about every day at this point. Feels like it. <laughs> well, but, um, I think it would be okay to do a little shorter one this time. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that, man. Um, we uh, are looking forward to doing more next week, of course, next Friday. Um, not sure what movie we're doing yet. We always kind of like to leave it up to, you know, the day we record to sort of decide what we're going to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us, us know up. if you have any suggestions. Absolutely. Hit us up on Twitter at S R S L Y comedic pod, Instagram at seriously comedic podcast, Facebook, same. Yeah. Um, we're down to, we're down to clown dude. Let us know <laughs> what's up, you know, let us know what you want to see. Um, hopefully you guys are watching these movies with us. Tell a friend about um, it. Yeah. Tell a friend about it. Tag us in what a uh, tag. If you're listening, I tell you what, if you're listening, take a screenshot, tag us. We're thinking about doing some stickers or some merch or something. First person to tag us. I will send you something personally. I'll f- freaking pay for it myself and do it. You know, um, <laughs> going to send and, some random object from his house. Yes. And it's going to have like, I'm going to write seriously comedic podcast. No, we're thinking about doing stickers or something simple yeah. and, and we'll send you one. Um, if, if you tag us, um, soon, we'll let you know. But if you look at our social media, we'll keep you updated on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all good. Thanks we'll see you guys out. next time. I'm Jared. I'm Matt. This has been seriously comedic podcast. Yeah. Be easy. Uh.